Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming, but once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, it is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. The opinions voiced in Investing Simplified are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with an attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investors cannot invest directly in indexes. The performance of any index is not indicative of any investment and does not take into account the effects of inflation and the fees and expenses associated with investing. A diversified portfolio does not assure profit or prevent losses in a declining market. Roth IRA conversion is a taxable event. Guests on Investing Simplified are not affiliated with Price Financial Group Wealth Management Incorporated. Investment services offered through Price Financial Group Wealth Management Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Welcome into Investing Simplified. However you're joining us today, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. As always, you can catch replays of our show available online at www.pricefg.com as well as on podcast platforms, both Apple and Android and Amazon Music. You can also give us a call at 503-253-3000 for a complimentary consultation or if you're having an issue trying to find our show, happy to point you in the right direction. This is Matt Sudol, Wealth Manager and COO here at Price Financial Group. Together with me is Mr. Matt May, also a Wealth Manager and our CIO. How are you, sir? I am doing amazing. How about yourself? Doing great, thank you. I was talking to you about this little thing that's going to be happening later in the year and realized it's going to be here much quicker than we thought, and that is the presidential election. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with like Halloween. Well, it's kind of in the same timeline, I guess. Right but there. this is probably slightly more important and may cause more volatility. And as you know, this is a radio show talking about investing simplified and how can we digest that data, right? And so you and I were talking about with the fact of the matter being that, hey, we've got elections this year and with that typically volatility, and I use that word a lot, fluctuation, volatility, markets are going to go up and down as elections approach for a couple of reasons, mostly because of the fact that the news <laughs> outlets will continue to have breaking news of the things that the different sides do, right? But typically in years past, these election years were volatile all the way up to elections and then things settle down a little bit because some of the anxiety of what's going to happen, which way things are going to go, goes away, which means that, hey, we've picked somebody and this is what's going to be the case for the next four years or whatever. So it's a little bit too soon to tell exactly what will transpire? And, you know, I know there's companies that make money off people even betting on who wins or who loses. And we're not here to take sides with one side being better or the other. We wanted to talk about how does this, you know, affect personal finance? Does it matter to you? 
how should you be looking at it, right? Yep. And, you know, historically, when we look back at the S&P 500 year over year, in a four-year period, there's typically three up years and one down year. So looking at elections, I kind of looked back at the last four elections. So I have a couple of numbers. In 2020, the official S&P 500 return was 16.26%. And then going back to 2016, we got a 9.54% return. 2012, we got a plus 13.41%, so three positives. And then what happened before that? 2008, minus 38.49% in 08. So three positive years out of the last four elections, and then one down year. Of course, the down year was the financial crisis, the worst downturn since yeah. pretty much the depression. So we don't know what's going to happen, right? 2008 was a... But your odds are good. Yeah, odds are you know better than half, <laughs> yeah, right? Better than a coin toss. So who knows? But when it pertains to your personal situation, you know every situation differs, of course, and the best thing to do is to come up with a game plan and a strategy that you stick with because these things will happen. You know, coincidentally, these happen every four years, right? And so every four years, if you have to really, really think about what am I changing, it really should be a question of how am I getting through this based on the plan I have? You know, I've thought about this. This is going to be a recurring pattern, whether it be volatility or elections or anything that happens. What's my strategy for the good years and the bad years to make sure I can get to and through retirement effectively? Right. And, you know, at times like these, it could be a situation where we feel like doing something extreme. And it's much like when you inherit money or when you're going through a divorce. These are occasions of time where you're thinking more emotionally than right. rationally, perhaps. And it just drives you to make an emotional, irrational decision with your finances sometimes. In election years, I've seen that happen over the last you know, one or two election cycles. I've seen people on one side or the other just feel so emotional about it that they're doing irrational things. I want to move out of the country. I want to go to cash. I want to do all these things. You know, it might be the situation where you have to do something extreme because you've already been doing something extreme and you have to fix it. But if you don't need to really fix anything, maybe we don't need to do anything extreme either. What we try to do is build an all-weather portfolio that is able to navigate itself through difficult challenges and provide you in retirement a realistic and predictable income stream. Yeah, and I think you were going to use a... A weather analogy where you've got an umbrella you pull out, you it's, know, we're in Oregon. It's exactly like Washington. Oregon weather. Like yeah. earlier this year, we had 18 degrees, you know, 40, 50 mile an hour gusts, trees falling down everywhere. Next week, 64 and record setting temps. Right. All in one month. 2022, we had markets down 18%. 2023, we recovered and early in 2024, we're back to all time highs. Yep. So if you're Going through retirement, and it's like the weather report, you just don't know what's around the corner, but having some pieces that help you navigate it are helpful. You know, basically having, you know, I mean, if you're an Oregonian, a lot of us don't carry an umbrella, and that's a thing because it's just rains so much, you just run through it or whatever. But or we're so us, nimble, we can dodge raindrops. Right. No, that's but true. But why do we drive so slow still in the rain when we deal with it so long in the year? Well, I, I think, don't get it. Yeah. Things slow down like in the Matrix to dodge those raindrops. So maybe our cars are doing the same. Fair. Yeah. Who Tes knows? A lot of Teslas out there, they do that. Yeah. The wipers don't work very well. So if you think about your portfolio and how does it protect you in case of a rainstorm, that's what we talk about. We're building an oil weather portfolio. Do you have a piece of your portfolio that has your back when things are getting choppy? So we wanted to bring that up at the beginning because 
running into 2024, full steam ahead and ahead of us. And this is the other subject we want to discuss is taxes, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody wants to talk about taxes very frequently, but there's a time around quarter one where, you know, tail end of quarter one, beginning of quarter two, where the IRS knocks and says, hey, it's April 15th. How much do you want to pay me? And we ask, well, how much would you like? And they're like, well, that's not up to us. It's based on what you calculate. Give us a hint. No, we can't. All right, do your taxes. It's the deadline. Now, if you're yeah, wrong... What you're getting at is <laughs> that the U.S. tax system is a voluntary tax system. You volunteer how much you think you owe, and then the IRS, behind the scenes, does some calculations sometimes to see if they agree. Right. And if they audit you and they come up with a different number, you agree to disagree, and then you pay it because they were correct. So, Because <laughs> they'll basically <laughs> shut down your financial world. Yeah. So it's important to focus on it. Now... Going into 2024, we are in 2024, but there are a few things you could still do to affect your 2023 taxes and your income, not so much, but deductions potentially, right? And myself and Dave Ross will be on uh, shortly too to talk about some of the things to make sure you remember when it comes to limits and whatnot of deposits into retirement accounts. But when you're having discussions around the all-weather portfolio, the conversation around tax planning would also be important to have. And the reason is because the two go hand in hand, right? So when we talk about tax planning and just trying to figure out what's ahead, you know, Matt and I went over this on a different show where we knew that Federal Reserve will, you know, increase rates and everybody knew that and everybody kind of fought it. Now we know that they're likely going to cut them, but we're getting too excited too soon. We know that the tax code is potentially changing in 2026 because the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is expiring in 2025. Well, potentially, and this isn't for everyone because every situation is different, it makes sense to do some tax planning in 24 and 25 because these things will expire potentially. Now, last minute could be an extension, but (laughs) however many people I survey and I ask, hey, do you think tax rates are staying flat, going up or down? Most people don't say, oh yeah, for sure, we're going down in tax rates. It's either best case we're staying where we are, most likely they're going to go up higher because of, you know, you said it the other day too, how much debt you know, the U.S. government's carrying on their balance sheets. Right. So when I look at taxes, I think of it as kind of a a two-part story each year. The first part is Q1 of the year. We're talking about last year's taxes and making sure that our individuals and our business owners have maxed out their opportunity by tax filing deadline. And then the second part is towards the more Q4 is looking at that tax planning aspect where we're chatting about Roth conversions and that future tax liability on a potential tax increase basis. So Q4, why Q4 for that second piece is that we don't want to necessarily make those kind of big decisions about a Roth conversion, which creates a taxable event. And uh, if you do that too early in the year and then you have something like a tree that lands on your house and you have a $30,000 expense because you got to come up with a big insurance deductible payment, you know, something like that. Some emergency pops up and you have to pull money out that raises your income. And now you've also done this Roth conversion. It could put you in potentially a higher tax bracket than we were planning to. That's why we wait till Q4. We have a good idea of how the income is kind of broken out in that year. And then we can make the right amount of Roth conversion happen. Very good point. I mean, number one, as you said, bring up the disclosure again, Roth conversions are a taxable event and all tax consideration should be ran by a tax professional just to be sure that information is accurate and uh, you don't get into any sort of trouble with the Internal Revenue Service. But to your point, 
beginning of the year is a good time to plan what you're thinking of doing and having sort of a, uh, a guided solution there towards the end of the year. And then at the end of the year is when you execute, meaning mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically you have an individual or a couple that has, you know, $10,000 worth of income, and then they want to do a, a conversion on top of that. Well, you can pre-plan for one. And then basically, as you said, see how the, what the world throws at you in 2024, mm-hmm. and then do that conversion potentially at the end of the year, if it makes sense. Now you will do have 24 and 25 before things potentially change. I'm sure we'll have a lot more information about it in 2025 because there's probably going to be debates about potentially extending it or tweaking it or changing it or whatnot. That will depend also on what happens with the elections this year and who's in charge and all that probably a little bit. So, But keep that in mind that as we started the show talking about you know having a level of protection and being in an all-weather portfolio, that all goes together with having a sound strategy when it comes to income and taxes, because those are a huge chunk of everybody's daily lives, um, fortunately or unfortunately. I mean, we do have pretty good roads most of the places, right? And so the taxes do go to something, I guess. But the two things go together. There's a a 1-800 number to report potholes in the city, which is pretty amazing. Anytime I've called it twice, and both times they fixed it within like six weeks. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if most people don't call that number because they're like, I'm just going to waste my time, leave a voicemail. Like this this one right by our office right down here in, in Tiger. There's getting on to 217. Man, that is a bumpy ride. Wow. I well, got to call him. Matt's got to call him. And so if you, uh, next time we're on, we'll get the phone number for everybody. But again, we're going to take a break here and go into another segment here with uh, Dave and I talking about some of these reminders. But keep that top of mind. Taxes are um, something you got to deal with and work with. Figure out a way of making it a part of your strategy. Building an all-weather portfolio includes or should have a part of that in there as well. Oh, did you find a number? The, the amazing internet. Google says the ODOT number, it's a report a hazard. The Oregon Department of Transportation is one 275 6368 That's who you call if you wanted to report a pothole nearby you. And uh, if now you want to give... Now for your portfolio, I was gonna you say wanna, you want to dial... 503-253-3000. Yeah, if you wanted to see if there are any potholes in your portfolio, if you'd like us to take a look and examine, we will not take six weeks. You usually can get in with us within a couple of weeks of when you call. Uh, we'll take our time to make sure we take you through our retirement simplified roadmap, make a good solid plan for you so you can kind of get an idea of what does 2024 look like for you. At no expense. Yeah, they're complimentary complimentary consultations. So again, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Investing Simplified. Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming. But once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, it is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. Welcome back to Investing Simplified. However you're joining us today, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. As always, you can catch replays of our show available online at www.pricefg.com. 
we do have a podcast that is available on Apple as well as Android devices in addition to Amazon Music. This is Matt Sudall, Wealth Manager here and coming to you with Mr. Dave Ross, another Wealth Manager here. How are you, Mr. Ross? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Great. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, We appreciate everybody listening. As the year progresses, you know, I was reading a statistic, wasn't a statistic, it was just somebody crunching numbers. At the end of January, it was like January 25th or 6th, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, the the year's going so quick. And somebody said that 7% of the year was already gone. Well, here we are, mid-February now, and uh, time's going even faster. I think it's a real thing where older people say time accelerates, and you and I had a conversation about this. I remember where you said, well, if you think about it, and Dave got really, really uh, smart here with me, and it was very sharp. He's like, well, if, so, if you got a five-year-old, you know, a year for them is a long time. That's a fifth of their life. If you got a 50-year-old, they're like, well, snooze. Right. <laughs> so anyway, time is moving along, and I know lots of people are talking and thinking about Uncle Sam, taxes, mm-hmm. got to pay him. Or maybe you're getting a refund. Now, If you're in the wonderful state of Oregon, you might be getting a refund, uh, which is exciting. We are getting a kicker. If you're in Washington, you're just laughing at us right now for paying those taxes. But we appreciate you, too, for listening and tuning in. We've got uh, clients up in Washington as well. So with taxes, there's a few things we wanted to make sure we discuss as reminders. And I didn't make a list, but we were talking about a couple of things that were top of mind. Um, Number one, tax forms, right? So who should expect tax forms? you know, in the mail. Who should expect tax forms? Well, probably going to get your ones from your primary employer. There's the first things that are going to come through. If you are someone who is currently investing, you'll probably uh, receive a 1099. So what you made or what you didn't make over the course of the year. 1099 R's, if somebody's doing a qualified retirement plan, maybe you left a job and you took that old 401k and said, huh, what do I do with this thing? And turn it into an IRA where you can perform really well with it and see what's going on. You'll get a 1099-R. Doesn't mean you have to pay taxes on that, but just put them all in a nice place you're going to give to the tax person. Yeah. Assuming you have a tax person, if you don't have a tax person, well, then you're the tax person and you probably already know some of this information. But as they've said, hey, you're probably getting 1099s from non-qualified investment accounts. So that would be accounts that, let's say you're holding some Apple shares and they paid a dividend. That's a different form. But they're in, let's say, if capital gains on Apple, those forms would be included. Uh, if you have a retirement account you're pulling from, you're going to get a form from the place as well. W-2 is from work. Um, if you have a business, that's a whole other can of worms. So expect lots of forms. But what I would caution people with is sometimes the forms aren't the final forms. And I know that sounds silly and crazy, but sometimes you get the form and then two weeks later, there's an updated form because it's not necessarily that the custodian, let's say Fidelity or TD or Schwab, are trying to make your life more difficult. What they're doing is they're just forwarding the data they're getting from the people that you have investments with and whatnot over. And so if all of a sudden that company has a correction, well, they have to correct a bunch of the forms. So stay patient with it. Gather that info and either work with a qualified, you know, certified public accountant or if you're doing it yourself, well, more power to you. Um, some returns, I would say, are fairly straightforward and simple. And so I think TurboTax or one of those softwares on there um, can guide you through it pretty well. But in terms of what else to think about around tax time, one of the big things we always discuss here is retirement, which, of course, means you could fund retirement accounts. Um, You have until your tax filing deadline to put contributions into Roth and traditional IRAs if you qualify based on income, right? So income levels do go up year over year. Do you remember what it was last year for Roth and traditional? 
Uh, Roth is about 118. Now it's it's wiggled its way up, I think, to about 122. For a single, I believe. Yep. Yeah, for, for singles, if you're looking at uh, married filing jointly. It's about double that, I think. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. About double, just just shy of 200. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's right. That sounds right. Obviously, check our numbers and verify with the tax professional. The uh, contribution amount is 7500 for last year, I believe, was the number for somebody that's over 50. And if you're under 50, it would be 6500 for traditional or Roth, not both. That's one of the things that sometimes comes up where the total amount you can contribute to either one is 6500 not 6500 into one and 6500 into the other. That is correct. And that number is going up a little bit this year again, 2024. So that's exciting for people that have been just itching. Um, I have had a couple of people that have reached out and said, hey, I already funded my 2024 contributions, more power to them. Appreciate that's, 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 that's good stuff right there. Good planning. Um, but it's also a good time to evaluate a couple things. You know, as you're looking at 2024, did you get a pay raise at any point in 2023? Or is there one coming? Cost of living obviously is an issue because inflation has been, you know, on a tear, unfortunately. Um, however, the latest number from Social Security, that's what I'm going to quote here, 3.2% was their COLA or cost of living adjustment they just made. So inflation is slowing down. It is not deflating. What that would mean is if inflation was actually negative. And a lot of people are hoping for that, although I don't necessarily think that a lot of the people that hope for it know what it actually would cause, and it would not be good for economy. But in essence, if you paid a dollar for something, now you're probably paying dollar fifteen, dollar eighteen, or whatever the inflation total is. Well, if that number stays at a dollar eighteen, then there's no inflation. If it drops, we'd have deflation. Well. We're not seeing deflation. We're hoping the Fed tackles this inflation issue and starts stimulating the economy again. But what I was going with this long <laughs> speech about inflation is that if you got a pay raise, contribute it to your retirement plan if you can. Um, I had a nice conversation with with someone the other day where, you know, they're on a regular schedule where every six months they get a revaluation for a pay. Now they are part of a union, and not everybody's so fortunate to have such organized raises. But one of the things we talked about is it's very easy for lifestyle creep to happen. Meaning, you know, I mean, Dave, you know what lifestyle creep would be. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, just those paychecks go up and then you decide to keep spending going up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm not saying Dave's had lifestyle creep. Not at all. No. But in general, people have done that. And it's okay to have, you know, let's say you get a 2% pay raise. Maybe give yourself a, a percent boost in your budget, but maybe save that percent. Because there's two things that happen. Number one, saving more earlier allows your money to potentially compound faster, quicker, further, right? And then number two, if all of a sudden you're living on, let's say you're living on 50000 you keep giving yourself these raises of that maybe shouldn't be taking, you know, shouldn't be um, going in. Then at the end of the line, when you're trying to retire, you've inflated your expenses. And so then it's going to be very hard for you to retire at less than what you've been used to. And so I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing because or a good thing. I mean, because some people retire on more than they had when they were working. But if you're not saving enough, maybe you're targeting, I'm going to use some numbers, 5000 a month is your current spend and you're targeting 5000 in retirement. Well, if you plan for that, you do a comprehensive plan, all looks good, but then you let things, you know, lifestyle creep and all of a sudden you're spending seven but then you're planning for five, well, that's a pretty big drop. You know, and again, inflation adjusted, let's just say future dollars are what they are. Sure. You go you go over your budget by 40% uh, consistently and you are going to feel the squeeze. 
Absolutely. So if you haven't penciled out your budget and uh, haven't done a financial plan, you give us a call. We're at 503-253-3000. We'll put you through our simplified retirement roadmap, get you an idea of how you're doing. Um, The consultation is complimentary. And then from there, we can decide whether or not it makes sense to continue working together or if we've given you enough information where you want to keep going the rate you are. Um, A lot of the time, the plan looks great. We give you a you know, our opinions like, Hey, you're doing everything correct. Here's a couple of tweaks. Um, I would say most people have some area of opportunity, um, especially since, you know, there's an ever changing financial world and people get busy. That's one of the other yeah, things I'll say. Very true. Is a lot of things we go over through this complimentary consultation process is, you know, some of the things that it's, you've probably had on your list, but haven't done because they do get pushed aside by, by life. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, budgeting is nobody's favorite thing to do, but we're pretty good at making it pretty painless. Right. And yeah. so that's that's our job is to take these things that either haven't heard about or have heard about not kind of done, find a smooth process to get you from here to there. And then again, the ball is always in your court to decide what do you want to do? Do you like what we have to say? You want to work together? You want to give a high five and go the other way? It's all good. So yeah. just the process of going through, looking at your scenario, being very honest with it and making a plan. Maybe that plan's stay the course and might be move things around a little bit. Um, you will have good information on the other end of this process. Right. Even if it's just dusting off some cobwebs from the corners of your mind that you've put some information aside, you know, uh, you know, it could be, Hey, am I contributing enough? Am I allocated correctly? Um, you know, it, it, it's things that, you know, get put on a back burner because life happens. As I said, it's, you know, already February, we're moving through the month really, really fast Taxes are almost here. Next time you feel like you're, you know, you're going to sneeze and then taxes are done. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, uh, plans for the summer, right? I mean, life, unfortunately, uh, goes really quick. And so if you don't take a pause and think about what have I accomplished and what am I trying to accomplish? You know, I know that, for example, the gym gets super packed in January. I know that, um, you know, we get busy. Quarter four, quarter one are usually busy for us. Um, But then throughout the year keeping yourself accountable, right? Yeah. Having a, an accountability partner. And that's a lot of the times what we end up doing. So again, if you would like to take advantage of our complimentary consultation, as Dave said, uh, we go through a multitude of things that help um, us better understand your situation. And in you potentially put it some things together. Now it could be overwhelming at times for people because it could be a big list. However, um, as I like to say, you can't eat an elephant, but one bite at a time. And so even if you have a comprehensive plan, you've go th- gone through that, maybe take a piece that's, you know, something you could attain in the next three months or six months and set yourself targets. Um, give us a call. We're at 503-253-3000. Now, uh, we're coming over to the end of our segment. So just final reminders, as we said at the beginning of the show, tax time is coming. Make sure your tax forms are in order, if you've got questions on forms, you can give us a call too. We're happy to try to guide you in the right direction. And then think about a plan for the rest of 2024. Believe it or not, it is 2024, everyone. So appreciate everyone listening. This has been Investing Simplified. Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming. But once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, It is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. 
If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. Welcome back to Investing Simplified. However you're joining us today, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, you can catch replays of our show available on podcast. We're both on Apple and Android devices, as well as Amazon Music. In addition, we're available on our website at www.pricefg.com. There's a radio uh, section where you can pull up recent shows and play them. This is Matt Sudol, Wealth Manager here with Price Financial Group. And today we have another follow-up segment from Estate Planning Made Easy with Ryan at eLegacy Law. Ryan, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, We've had you on the show multiple times before. We appreciate your feedback and how you can describe these things and as we kind of like to simplify things a bit. I mean, they're still complicated because you still have the complexities that go behind the scenes, but... From a big picture standpoint, I think it's very nice to get a digestible level of a review of different concepts. So we appreciate it. And how can people get a hold of you, Ryan? Yeah, they can get a hold of us at elegacylaw.com or give us a call at 888-308-PLAN. We're a completely virtual estate planning law firm. And so we do complimentary consultations. If you have any questions about what we discussed today or just in general, wills, trusts, estate planning concepts, uh, give us a call and we'd be happy to meet with you. Yeah. And guess what? I mean, not that I'm encouraging this, but you don't really have to wear pants to the meeting either because it's just... You truly don't. (laughs) (laughs) If you're doing a Zoom, just from heads up, right? Or you can keep your camera off. Although I think keeping camera on, you know, there was a debate I saw online the other day where uh, people were debating camera on or camera off and it had to do with what does the presenter do? If the presenting person is camera on, you should also have camera on. Because, you know, apparently it's maybe slightly disrespectful of the presenter to have the camera off um, because you may be not paying attention, you know, that the digital age yeah. we're living in, which we love. So um, I always have my camera on and I, I promise everybody at E-Legacy will have their pants on, too. So <laughs> that's great. I appreciate that. Um, on our side, if you are looking to get a complimentary consultation with us, we're at 503-253-3000. You can call us. Or you can text us to that same number. Also, if you've got a question that's been on your mind and you'd like to ask that of us or Ryan, you can text that question to us at 503-253-3000 and we will forward it to Ryan and try to get it answered during the show. So we've had uh, multiple great discussions and the topic for today is kids and how can you make sure that they're set up for success. And specifically, this would be if you have a child with disability of sorts and Let's pretend for a moment, you know, we've got an example of someone where you've got a child and they've got a disability of some sort and they receive government assistance and you want to make sure that, you know, they're included in the plan because maybe you have other children as well. You want to make sure they're taken care of in the future. You don't want them left alone. Maybe you're trying to provide them additional assistance because of the fact that they have a disability. And so how do we tackle that? What are some pitfalls to look out for? I recently had... 
an example of, of a listener who, you know, they were actually receiving assets and the person that received the asset um, had a disability. And so dealing with it on the receiving end gets pretty cumbersome too. And so planning ahead, as we like to do also in financial planning, is probably the key here to get ahead of things. So Ryan, I'll turn it over to you. Just ex- describe what you have and, and how we can uh, prevent any pitfalls. Yeah. You know, Matt, it's a question that we get a lot from clients. Um who you know, have adult children with disabilities or minor children. And, you know, sometimes parents will come in and, you know, they're somewhat familiar with Social Security disability and Medicaid benefits and food stamps and some of these other assistance programs that are available. Um, and a lot of times those clients come in just with the assumption that, well, I, I'm not going to be able to leave much of my estate to this disabled child because it will cause them to lose their benefits. And, that's simply not the case. If we have a good plan and we've done some planning in advance, you can leave just as much or more to that child for their benefit without messing up or causing them to lose some of their government assistance programs. So the way that we do that is by creating what are called supplemental or special needs trusts for these beneficiaries with disabilities. And a supplemental needs trust is designed to hold on to that child's share of the inheritance um, and be distributed in a way so that it's not going to cause them to lose their benefits. So these are really, you know, specially designed trusts and there's some restrictions on how the funds can be managed and who's required to manage those funds. So just to give you an example of what a supplemental needs trust would look like in that scenario. So If we have a parent that comes in and they have a disabled child, we can leave that share. Instead of writing a check to that child, you know, when it comes time to distribute the estate, is instead we distribute their share into a sub-trust, essentially. And that trust is managed by a third party, so we can't put the child in charge of managing their share, but it can be a family member or another sibling or someone that we trust. And... Those funds essentially can be used for any purpose that's not already provided for by some type of government benefit. And this is an oversimplification, but in a nutshell, if they're getting benefits for medical care, then we can't use those trust funds to pay for doctor's visits. Uh, But we can use it for everything else in the world. (laughs) We can use it to purchase things that they need and food and clothing and shelter and, and vacations and trips to Disneyland and all these other things. We just couldn't use it to replace a benefit that they're receiving. And so this allows us to include, you know, these beneficiaries as part of our, you know, estate and and still give them all the benefits of an inheritance without causing them to lose the assistance that they're receiving. I think the big piece there is that also, you know, you sort of uh, remain in control beyond your lifetime too, right? So, you know, while you're alive, obviously, I'm sure, you know, you're taking care of them yourself, um, helping them, supporting them. But then if you were gone, if you didn't have anything in place, right, if they aren't able to actually manage the asset and maybe the state or some sort of a entity decides, here's who's going to be managing or helping the manager dealing with these assets versus you having a trust with outlines, I think that also helps. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, these trusts can look a lot of different ways. You know, some of these beneficiaries, you know, family members are pretty independent. Um, And so this is more of a, you know, just a procedural thing that we're putting in a trust 
so that they can continue to receive their benefits. You know, other times these beneficiaries are not financially independent and, you know, the trustee might take a more of an active role in, in helping them with their personal finances. And all of that is part of the discussion in designing the plan. And, you know, a really important reason for families who have, you know, disabled family members to proactively plan and to have these discussions with an attorney because the alternative, and it's really sad when we see this happen, but if no planning has been done, let's say, you know, I just have a really basic will that says, you know, it all goes to my children equally. Well, if one of those children are disabled, then, you know, that inheritance could potentially cause them to lose their benefits, uh, which of course we would never want to have happen. And the other thing is, even if we don't have family members with disabilities, it's important to include some of these provisions in your estate plan because we never know what could happen in the future. So it's routine for us, you know, virtually every estate planning document that we prepare, or, you know, any will or trust that we prepare, we include provisions that state that if any of the beneficiaries at the time are eligible for government assistance, if they have a disability, then we're just going to automatically create one of these supplemental needs trusts for their share. Because again, you know, it could be 20, 30 years down the road. Um, we don't know if any of our family members could be dealing with a disability at that point in time. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, we use this all the time and <laughs> we say it depends. Um, and the reason that we say it depends is because every situation is different and you want to consult with a professional in terms of what specifically makes sense for you. And it sounds like it also depends in how you design the supplemental trust for the beneficiary. Now, my question is, I mean, it sounds like every one of them is a little bit different, uh, unique, and you have a discussion and a collaboration of, would you like this trust to accomplish? But does that trust get created while you're alive or does it get put in place when you pass away or can it be either? Well, back to your earlier answer, it depends. Oh, um, I see. And gotcha. so, you know, a lot of times these trusts are what we call testamentary trusts, which means they spring into being only upon death. So we build all the provisions into your will or your living trust to create this supplemental needs trust when you pass. Um, other times, you know, let's say we've got family members that want to start setting aside money today, you know, while they're still alive for a disabled family member, we can create that supplemental needs trust now and begin transferring assets over into it, you know, immediately be providing benefits to that family member um, while continuing their eligibility for their government assistance. I see. Okay. So as you said, it depends. In each situation is different, which is why you offer complimentary consultations. And you can get a hold of Ryan by going to elegacylaw.com and scheduling an appointment there, or you can call their number. And I'm going to let you give out the number because I don't want to butcher it here, Ryan. Yeah, 888-308-PLAN. Um, and, you know, we're happy in those complimentary consultations. We can explain, you know, dig a little bit deeper into your family and your exact situation and, and give you some recommendations on the type of planning that would help. Um, last question that I had wrote down as you were talking is in terms of changes or updates, is this something you could update as obviously, you know, you move through life and, you know, obviously circumstances change? Yeah, absolutely. You know, your estate plan is something that should be reviewed regularly, just like your financial plan. So we recommend dusting those off every, you know, year or two and, and reviewing those, you know, together with your attorney and your financial team. Uh, we tried to build them, you know, with as much flexibility so that they can adapt to changes in the future. But it's always good to, again, to review those Reviews from, from Got time it. to time. Okay. Well, from the financial side of things, as we wrap up the segment, it's important to know 
where those assets are invested in or how they're invested. And so the two go hand in hand, because if you've got somebody you care about and perhaps they have a disability and you're trying to set them up for success for the future, A, having the structure of a estate plan is very important. But then, you know, thinking on what do you actually invest in? Uh, what makes sense? What doesn't make sense? And how do we make sure that they have the income they perhaps need or that the asset lives as long as they do? So there's lots of things to uncover there or unwrap. And uh, we're happy to sit down with you also for a complimentary consultation and work together to figure out what makes sense for your specific situation. Because as we said it maybe four different times now, it all depends on your family and your needs and goals. So with that, we're going to wrap up the segment here, Estate Planning Made Easy. This has been Investing Simplified. We'll be right back with more. I'll bet you've heard me talk about e-legacy law and how Tina and I wanted to protect our family by creating an airtight estate plan. Hey, it's Lars, but e-legacy law isn't just for our circumstances. They have many ways to help you protect your assets, including community property agreements and pre- and post-nuptial agreements. Whether you're currently married, going through a divorce, or newly engaged or newly married, make sure your estate plan works for you. E-Legacy Law is a full-service estate planning law firm that's completely virtual. We worked with an experienced estate planning attorney to get our custom plan done without ever having to set foot out of our house, and you can do it too. The process couldn't be easier. They offer affordable flat fee rate pricing on all estate plans, so no surprises. Go to eLegacy Lars to get the Lars Larson special rate to save $250 using promo code SAVE, only available to my listeners. That's eLegacy Lars to save $250 today. That's eLegacyLars.com. eLegacyLars.com. Welcome back to Investing Simplified. However you're joining us today, thank you for making us a part of your day. As we wrap up the show for today, this is Matt Sudol and Matt May, Wealth Managers here at Price Financial Group. We wanted to remind everyone that our show is available on podcast, both on Android as well as Apple devices, as well as on our website, www.pricefg.com. And we are available for complimentary consultation. So if you listen to us now, you've listened to us for a while, we have multiple offices. We've got one over in Tigard. We've got an office in Beaverton. We've got an office in Clackamas and all the way up in Vancouver, Washington. So give us a call for that at 503-253-3000. Just to give you a very, very broad-based overview of what we do, the meeting is complimentary. We go through what we call our Retirement Simplified Roadmap, which involves us taking a look at what you have, how it's invested, doing an X-ray of your portfolio, taking a look at your income needs, looking into tax planning aspects that you should consider or should not consider, and then putting it all together in a plan that then we usually deliver to you in the second meeting, which is also complimentary. After that, you can decide whether or not it makes sense to work with us on your accounts or not and in what capacity. Right. And then the last part of that process, it is very detailed and defined is making sure we routinely review to make sure you're staying on track. So right. assume so you, we get to work together. Exactly. What if you, you end up working with us. us, you know, one of the things we try to make sure we do is to connect as frequently as we can, you know, open dialogue. So that way the plan doesn't get put aside and just never looked at. We take a quick snapshot and try to address it, whether it be quarterly, semi-annually, or, you know, if you're very, very busy and maybe it's just an annual check-in, especially if you're just in the accumulation stage earlier part of life where you're just sort of, cruising along. Because one of the things we talk about on the show all the time is that the planning process itself can get very detailed. But if you're far, far, far away from retirement, it is a projection. And truly, it's a good idea to get a projection because you want to know the general direction you're going for. 
but it doesn't necessarily have to have the exact number yet because things will change so much, you know? We're in 2024, and I'm tired of saying it, but we've had some unprecedented times about, you know, between COVID and different crazy things, high interest rates and everything else that's come in between. Um, Certainly. Yeah. An interesting three and a half years. And we're only talking three and a half years. So if you're in your 40s, let's say 50s, you're going to have quite a bit thrown at you. But having a general direction and, you know, I would say a person next to you and a team next to you that can help you be that accountability partner. I know sometimes when you're listening out there, you hear us say it depends on your situation. But from our chair, of course, we have to say that for regulatory reasons. But, you know, it really does depend on all of your objectives and financial goals. Our advice to somebody who's 35 is way different than somebody who is 65, perhaps, but not always. So it really does depend. I know that that can be frustrating, but we really try to deliver content that is practical and usable for you, whether you're in those earlier stages of accumulation or prepping for retirement or in retirement. Yeah. And it's normal for everyone to procrastinate. I will say it out there. Human nature is to procrastinate a little bit, I think. So, you know, if you've listened to us for a while and just haven't picked up the phone, maybe this is the year you do that. I know that we get that frequent amount, you know, where somebody calls and say, hey, I've listened to you for a while, finally got around to doing so because X. So a lot of times it's a life event. Maybe you've been affected by one of the layoffs. We've had lots of them happening and you don't really know what to do with your retirement plan or what your options are. Maybe the layoff is leading you towards retirement. Maybe this is, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back and you decide, hey, now it's the time I'm going to just go ahead and, and retire. And there's a lot to consider. And so you shouldn't necessarily, I mean, you could, just like you could do a lot of things by yourself, having an accountability partner helps. I've had numerous conversations with people that, you know, would not necessarily be doing things on their own if they didn't have somebody bugging them, sort of like a dentist. I know I hate to use the analogy, but if I have a cleanup of my teeth every six months, I will make sure that I do that. If I don't, then I could go through two, three years and not necessarily go see a dentist because life happens and you get really, really busy. And then obviously the less you care about it, the more problems could develop. Right, right. So. right. So People are waking up in their 40s, in their 50s and saying, hey, I haven't done enough to save. And I would say it's never too late to start saving. You know, if you're willing to put in the work, create a budget, figure out an amount you can save comfortably and then invest it, it's never too late to start. How will the outcome change? Well, the sooner you start, potentially the better the outcome because you have a longer runway. You know, Matt mentioned before that, you know, markets go up and down and sideways, as we know, but typically the longer you go, the more likely you are to achieve positive returns. As you said, and you're correct, we have you know recovered from yet another market drop of an S&P 500 back to an all-time high. So now we're 100% that's ever always happened because we're at a highest point. Now, check this out. I would say I would have to fact check this, but a very important business person in my life that I listen to a lot told me yesterday that the Growth Fund of America turned 50 years old last year. It was created in 1973 and finally hit its 50-year mark last year. If you put a million dollars into that fund in 1973, do you know how much you'd have today? Take a guess. If you put in how much? A million dollars, oh, 1973. 50 years, probably 10 million, 8 million? Maybe a whole lot more than that. Oh, well, I'm way off. 600x. 600-fold increase. You'd just have $600 million with dollars over 50 years. Yeah, if you just... If you drop a dollar in a bucket, you have $600, 50 I mean, of course, the next 50 years can't be like the last 50 years. We don't know. Yeah. It's pretty mind-boggling, right. the power of time. Yeah, but if you think about it, 
yourself, let's say you're 50 years old, what was your net worth, you know, 10 years ago? Look back, you know, has mm-hmm. it gone up? Like, hopefully it has, right? And uh, now you've been through COVID, so now you can tell if you are one of those workers who are deemed necessary <laughs> to function in life. I thought that that was kind of an incredibly bold label to put on folks that, you know, you're not quite essential. essential. Yeah. I don't quite like labels, but that one seemed to be a little bit harsh. Yeah. So as we head into this year and we talked about taxes and those are coming up, you know, hopefully they don't stress everyone up too much, but tax planning comes up. We want to make sure that people are addressing those things just because again, it's not one of those things you can't avoid. And the longer you wait to take a look at it, you might be missing out on potential tax savings if you're not working with a tax professional or you just haven't looked at things in more detail. I think most Americans should have a general idea of how the tax code works and they don't, right? So a lot of people don't know how the brackets work. They don't know what a standard deduction is. They really don't know what's going on on the returns because number one, they may use a professional that just does it for them. Mm -hmm. Or number two, they may use TurboTax that just is kind of an interview questionnaire, right? I will challenge everyone that's listening, if they're interested, sit down and take a look at your last year's tax return. And they're really, I mean, they're complicated, but if you look at line by line and try to understand it better, see how things flow, they might give you a better perspective as to why is it that I pay so much or so little in taxes. I'll throw this out there. We have a front and back tax summary for 2024. It has all kinds of interesting tax things that are relevant in all of our lives, pretty much. And that would be, okay, you're a single earner, you're a joint earner, here's your tax brackets and how much you can make. Just because you may crack into the 22% tax bracket, by the way, it doesn't mean that all of your income is taxed at 22%. It's actually a marginal rate. I will offer it for Matt. If you would like a copy of this tax guide, you can go ahead and email Matt and just email Matt at pricefg.com. He'll send it right over to you, no cost, complimentary, and then you can Take a look at what he's talking about, because it does have a lot of numbers. Um, Standard deductions, phase-out ranges for your income to make sure you're eligible to contribute to things like a Roth or a traditional IRA, all kinds of things. It's pretty important. And since we're in the uh, subject of, you know, complimentary things, we do have some uh, leftover calendars we're happy to award to our listeners. Not 2023 calendars. These are 2024 calendars. 2024 calendars. Norman Norman Rockwell. Rockwell calendars. If you give our office a call at 503-253-3000 or stop by, we can make sure we get you one or you come by and pick one up over here at one of our offices. They're very, very popular. People really like the art on them. Yeah, surprisingly so. For me, you know, I'm 50. I'm not necessarily the newest guy on the block, but Norman Rockwell, I guess, is a whole lot more popular than I would have imagined. I'm One of the first things we get towards the end of a year or in the beginning of a new year, hey, Matt, where's the calendar? which I always find a bit amusing. Yeah, yeah. So we have... Seriously, people just call up and say, hey, all the other stuff, sure. Taxes, whatever. My investments, sure. Where's my calendar? Right. Where they're at. We ordered a lot because we wanted to make sure we have plenty and we have some left over. So there should be an ample amount if you're interested and you're listening to this. Just like I said, give us a call at the office. As we wrap up the show, I wanted to touch on one other thing and that would be, you know, those potholes, as Matt mentioned at the beginning of the show. Right. We kind of went on a you know, a tangent here. And Matt talked about how you can call ODOT and have them take a look at potholes in your neighborhood to see if they can repair them, if they're hazardous. And so they even tossed out the phone number. And so if you're a little worried about potential potholes you have coming up ahead, that you don't necessarily want to just drive through and mess up your suspension over, now would be a time to plan for that. You know, give us a call. We can take a look at what is it that is on your mind, whether it be taxes, whether it be income in retirement. Maybe it's, hey, I'm inheriting money and I don't know what to do with it. Maybe it's I'm a little worried that if I pass away, my spouse won't know what to do. 
I'm worried about inflation. I'm worried about elections. Whatever those things are that are ahead, I would consider them potholes. And maybe we can find a way together to come up with a game plan to potentially patch those potholes enough to where they don't cause you, you know, <laughs> whatever problems while driving through them as they would if they didn't address them. So, and the longer they go untouched, you know, snow comes and water comes and then it freezes and they get bigger and bigger. So you can't necessarily ignore them. And it's important to make sure that those are top of mind for sure. Yeah. Take those problems head on sometimes and that'll save you a lot of grief down yeah. the road. You have to get comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable at times. There are, you know, lots of reasons why you shouldn't go talk to somebody. And those reasons are all great if you want to procrastinate. But, you know, most people could use some additional information because the educational system in America does not cover taxes, doesn't cover income and retirement, doesn't cover investing for the most part. You are sort of left out to figure on your it own. out. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you might wake up when you're 40s or 50s or, you know, maybe later in life and you're like, oh, man, what is this all supposed to do? How is it supposed to all work together? so I can have a plan for retirement. Maybe it's just not your specialty. So we wanted to make sure we touch on that. And again, complimentary consultations available. Give us a call here at 503-253-3000. Somebody on our team will sit down with you, take their time to go through the Investing Simplified Roadmap. So with that, we'll wrap up the show. We appreciate everyone listening. Have a great Sunday. And this has been Investing Simplified. Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming, but once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, it is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. Investing Simplified is brought to you by Price Financial Group Wealth Management Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. Price Financial Group has been doing estate planning since 1970 and investment and retirement planning since 1975. Individual situations may vary, and the information on this show should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Other parties present on this broadcast are not affiliated with Price Financial Group Wealth Management. Investing Simplified is the longest-running live financial program with a certified financial planner, a state planning attorney, and a certified public accountant to answer your questions for free. Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming, but once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, it is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. The opinions voiced in Investing Simplified are for general information only. 
and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with an attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investors cannot invest directly in indexes. The performance of any index is not indicative of any investment and does not take into account the effects of inflation and the fees and expenses associated with investing. A diversified portfolio does not assure profit or prevent losses in a declining market. Roth IRA conversion is a taxable event. Guests on Investing Simplified are not affiliated with Price Financial Group Wealth Management Incorporated. Investment services offered through Price Financial Group Wealth Management Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Leaving an employer can be stressful and overwhelming, but once the dust settles and you're at a new job or perhaps retired, it is important to consider your options for that retirement plan left behind. If this situation applies and you would like to hear more about options available for 401k, 403b, or other retirement account rollovers, please give our office a call at 503-253-3000 to schedule a complimentary consultation with someone on the team to go over your specific and individual situation. We will take the time to get to know you, your goals, and let you know what the best course of action is for you and your family. 503-253-3000. 